Ah, uh, what's up, guys? Yeah, what up? Yeah, man. So I need to take my mind off shit. So let's do like a good UFO space, no bullshit and drama, because I can promise you that shit's in my motherfucking life for real. So yeah, let's retweet this shit. with guys, I don't give a shit what we talk about. Anything. Let's do like old school, like we were just popping off talking about Keel. Hell, fuck, Garrett's in here. Keel, uh, Fort, any of that shit, right? So. I just want to talk about UFOs because that's the best part of my life, and my life is currently shit. But I got a retrieval, and I'll talk about that later. So I'll be that's probably perfect. going to somewhere over in Washington, uh, where I'm moving to. So, get, but how was your uh, week, Shane? Obviously, we haven't talked to you in a little bit. I just got back from oh, vacation. Dude. That was everything. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So it happens. Time is the best of us. Actually, the only reason, so I ended up having a phone call and basically I was kind of in a liminal space, you know, going divorce and bunch of other shit, right? Trust me. Right. Uh, so ended up, uh, I talked to a friend and I'm going to be going not far from here, stay for a bit, deal with that, you know, a couple things because, man, let me put it to you this way. I don't want to talk much about it, but the harassment I, 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 I talk about in my threads and my spaces here. So I'm pretty good fucking at one thing. May not be good at re-putting information out, but I'm good at fucking investigating it. And right. now I know for a fact the who and why, and I got the proof, and it fucked me up quite a bit, actually. And I don't, so I'm, and the other reason I don't want to talk about it is, dude, I'm going to need lawyers to talk about this. This shit's bad. So really? I really don't want to, dude, it's, I'm going to promise you this. This shit's so fucking bad. I don't, actually, I don't want to say much more. Because it's, it's horrific, my man. I promise you. The reason I don't want to say much more is, well, besides my son, the other reason is, man, this is the kind of thing that, like, I don't see any fucking way around, like, not getting really? out there. Out there for, dude, this is, this is adults like, doing illegal, stupid shit to fuck with me, and I know why now, and it's actually pretty fucking disgusting. But oh, so, okay, so this personally, personally involves you. All right, well. Yeah, dude, it's bad, but let's let's move on from that. That's that's where I've been. I've just been kind of once. You, look, no one kind of thinking something is one thing, but once I got that, sh- you know, the sh- proof in my hands, that's when that, that PTSD hit, hit. You know, that tra- trauma hits, and it kind of hit me, ton of bricks, right. man. And I, I promise, I, I I'm gonna bet your money, no fucking doubt, this shit will be out someday in a book or a movie or something or. I don't want to ever talk about it again unless it's a fucking lawyer or a therapist because this is the most fucked up shit I've ever – I've never heard of shit like really? this. Really? So let's move on. Dude, I promise you, bro, and I'm not exaggerating. I, oh I, I've been gone because when you have something that you don't want to tell people because not only is it bad, it makes you look like a fucking fool type shit, right? These are bad people. Right. They're going to pay, but they're going to pay in a, in a way that a lawyer needs to tell me. I don't want to put their names and shit out there. I want this done fucking right. This is bad, bad shit, dude. It's fucked up. Oh my god! But anyway, let's move. It's like on. knowing you, man. Let me put you. Oh, here's um, one thing I will tell you. I just will stay you guys, safe, will you? Here's how bad it is. One of the dudes was harassing me. CJ, creepy Jack. I knew who it was. He owns my house. I called the cops on him harassing me. So my family got the boot. That's what I'm dealing with. That type of thing. Right. So yeah, it's bad. But let's just move on from this bullshit, right? They'll get it. Like yeah, I said, fair one, enough, man. It's it's all about lawyers and shit like that. I'd rather just deal with that. Let them. I've already. And when I went to Portland, that's the first thing I did. I was like, "What the fuck?" So, it's the most insane shit. I'm just coming home stay trying safe. to pack. You know? Well, dude, I, I'm literally trying to pack my family, move them. Then, 
well, not me, myself, but they go somewhere and then I'm moving somewhere because I'm getting a divorce. It's a mess. So I've been kind of just dipped out, kind of like, you know, in my own head. And then today a friend called and I'm like, he's like, hey, you want to come stay with me? I was like, fuck yeah. And it's in Washington. Hell yeah. It's a nice part too. So let's do it. But we can talk about UFOs or anything like that. When you guys take over for a second, retweet the space and shit though, guys. Yeah, just, just do that did, shit for me. For sure. Sent it out in DMs and everything. Um, I guess while you're doing that, I'll let people know that in case you didn't see it, I got invited to a round table the other day and it was fantastic. Some some names that you guys would obviously, I believe, you know, we would, would recognize right off the bat. So uh Digby Ferno, he's he's a little bit on the newer side, but me and him have been doing a lot of work together recently. He's a great guy. You should definitely go follow him. He's at D Ferno, F-U-R-N-E-A-U-X. And if you have trouble looking for him, just look right on my timeline. You'll see me sharing stuff from him. But we had a round table that he organized, put together, and we had some incredible people with us. And it was just it was such an amazing experience. We had myself and Digby hosting, and then we had Christopher Sharp from Liberation Times. We had Vinnie Adams from Disclosure Team. We had Davy Johnson, and these guys are new to me. So it was uh, Davy jo- Davy Johnson and Ash. They're from uh, the Mechanism Podcast, and they're coming up too. All brilliant guys. I was actually the only American on the panel because Hollywood was actually supposed to be there, but she had a personal matter that she had to attend to. But it went really well. It's on my it's on my page if anybody wants to go watch that. We had such a fantastic discussion. There's something specifically that I'm going to be bringing up once we get some more people in here because I really want to get some eyes and ears on this particular topic. But um, I was I, just, I had a yeah, two-hour drive where I was listening to it. It was a really good discussion. Oh, cool. I'm glad that you took the time to to listen to the whole thing. It was, it was a really, really nice experience. Uh, some really interesting ideas and such kind of came out through that. And something just dropped. Um, and again, we can't can't prove or disprove, but there's a post that came through on Reddit, oh and, and it's another one of those. And yeah, and but I figured it's like if at least one of these is real, it's like we, we just got to keep our eye on everything. So somebody made a keep claim. the process going of the analysis. Yeah, right. So it's like if it's gonna if we have to debunk it, we have to debunk it. It is what it is. So uh, the post was entitled my aunt worked for lockheed martin as a technical training instructor she was told by her class about an nhi that was captured alive and this is what she said i was a technical training instructor for the air force mission support system afmss for many years back in the early 90s in 1999 i transferred to the f-22 program in marietta georgia where my job was to run the lab and instruct test pilots on afmss and ensure the data was loaded correctly into the avionics system of the jets Working on the AFMSS program, I taught every type of pilot and navigators, B-2, F-11-7, A-10, Warthog, KC-135, C-130s, F-16, etc. On one particular training day, trainees told me the technology for the F-22 fiber optics came from a downed alien craft. That's not the first time I've heard that claim, by the way. I've heard that multiple times. It took F-22 approximately 20 years to reverse engineer it. Trainees also told me that in one instance, an alien they codenamed Strawberry Head was captured alive. Again, this is what I was told, and I was told at the time I could not repeat that information. This was in the early 90s. And then the poster said, does this resonate with anyone? So, Hey, post that link, man, and I'll <laughs> ask my sources on that shit. Uh, matter of fact, here's, here's a deal I'll make you guys with this face. Literally, I'm 
I need to take my mind off it because I'm literally packing my studio and shit up right now. Be you know, right. I got to be out by the first. So I'll tell. I, I got loads of fucking shit that I I'm pro- I'm failing, dude. I, I got information that I haven't put out shit like that. All this stuff, right? You wanna if we can retweet this face, man, get some people in here, dude. I, literally stuff like this, like us talking about these things, and then being in these spaces. It's the sole fucking reason. I, I, I remember now that I usually feel better, right? I, I forget that, and I kind of disappear on shit like that. Just retweet this shit. The more people in here, the better, right? Because this is how I get paid. Lots of money, too, right? With my 4,000 followers. Yeah, to everybody, make sure you definitely repost it, because the more the merrier, obviously. It's always a better conversation when there's more brains involved. Oh, yeah, I want to talk about I like it. Well, I, mean, I haven't. Here's the, my biggest problem right now. I've been so out of it. I haven't looked at shit, man. So I don't know what's going on. Disclosure in the last. I don't know how long I've been gone, actually. But you haven't uh, missed much, dude. Honestly. Okay. Yeah, not really. it, it's just been a bunch of kind of attempted distractions, in my opinion, from the Grush story. Okay. Um. So check this out. I, I don't know. God, I wish I fucking was better at this shit. But I know I posted a story uh, about. Oh, yeah. This is what I forgot to mention. So I posted that story on my Twitter, and I'll go in here after I'm done talking about it. So it's a connection, right? It's like, well, why hasn't Arrow done shit? Well, if you can go look at uh, uh, Sean, was it Fitzpatrick? Yeah, uh, go look at his LinkedIn. You know, all you have to do is start making connections. And one of those connections, somebody who left him, what is that? What do they do? They leave you a something i don't remember what the hell it's called they leave you something that so you click on him guess who he's in guess where he works northrop and guess what he's in charge of the all domain integration office right so basically the whole reason this shit exists all these companies have secret programs they have their own all domain office right and sentient that that program they're all combined in that shit man Check that out, right? That's the kind of shit that just sits in my DMs. And I feel like I'm a failure sometimes because my life imploded at the same time I start doing the reporter thing, right? So I'm like, shit, man. Trying to put shit like that out. So think about that. That program, Sentient, I don't do you know you guys know what that is, right? Everyone in here? Give me a thumbs down if a no. Okay. Okay, everyone does. Sweet. All right. So check it out. The Cynthia program is basically an AI-driven program uh, that has the ability to track UAP and all these other things. And there's another space I talk about it in another thread. Some was it? Uh, Julia. So as far as UFOs and shit like that. Sorry, I had a phone call and it distracted me. And I hate that because I lose the topic. Anyway, Cynthia. Am I is that saying it right? Yeah. So it has the way it's connected is supposedly all domain integration anomaly anomaly integration office, I think is what it is. Actually the mission statement or whatever. I'm gonna fuck most of this up because I'm not reading it right now, guys. I'm just one thing I'm good at research putting the shit together, but putting it back out, maybe ask me questions if you don't understand. So these offices within Northrop, Boeing, and all these, allegedly. They're all connected to this sentient thing, right? They have their own offices and their own programs. And you can go look like on my thread or just go to his LinkedIn and start looking and be like, oh, damn, he's awful fucking cozy with the people who are in charge of the programs 
that are I mean, they're literally the people in charge of the secret programs at these companies. So that that's a thing right there. And, and what's wild is it sounds all conspiracy, but I'm like, God dang, it's right there on LinkedIn. Like the guy who's supposed to be finding UFOs is actually got a good recommendation from the guy over in Northrop who is in charge of the office for that reverse engineering shit. Oh, no wonder shit's not getting done. not surprising at this point i don't i don't trust arrow i don't i don't trust a lot of the people um that are connected to this in the government right now you know it depends i, I still on don't understand arrows them. arrows uh involvement with whistleblowers if you look at all of the documentation that arrow has out on what they do i went in like a deep dive on arrow because i was like where can i find yeah i remember what their, what their process is for when a whistleblower comes in or they want to reach out to a whistleblower or like how that they there's no documentation out there it's all about them collecting the data from the sources within the government and nasa and then putting together the anomalous decisions on where to send it and what department there's nothing really in there. Actually nothing was in there. mentioned whistleblowers or talked about that process. And it wasn't until the Gillibrand hearing where they talked about it a little bit uh, in, in mentioning it, but there's no like process that's been put out for how they deal with whistleblowers, which I've always found confusing. That is confusing. And it makes me think that there is an attempt within by somebody to obfuscate the process and perhaps make this even more challenging. You know, there's going to have to be some revisions to these whistleblower laws, etc. Obviously, we saw David Grush's information get leaked out. Like, someone should be going to jail for that, in my opinion. Like, it's really just plain and simple. So, yeah, they they should. I agree, man. My weaponization of stuff like that. Nah, man, it pissed me off. Um, Anyway, sorry, I keep getting phone calls. All right, anyway. What I was going to, I don't remember what, what were you talking about? Cause I had something to piggyback on, man. That sucks, dude. Talking about Arrow and, and. Oh, Arrow. So yeah. check this out. Government officials what, and stuff. What such. does Arrow actually exist for? I mean, you, you were sitting there. They haven't done anything as of now. And they, they don't have anything. Also, I do believe, uh, they are on record saying they cannot talk to a whistleblower without the whistleblower being recommended or not recommended, but, uh, what, what did I tell you it was, Astral? For what? I told you that I, the way it stood, uh, the way I understood it was, because back in the day, <laughs> I, oh, shit, I'm not going to say that. It's funny, but I'm not going to say it. But back in the day, was, you know, when I wrote for Roswell, uh, was it uh, Fitzpatrick said, basically, he's like, we can't just take whistleblowers. They have to, Congress has to basically send them to them. But there was no system Yeah, they have to be referred or something. Yeah, referred, and there was no system set up. And so one of the things that I, br- I brought up the other day when Pretty Killer Space with uh, um, Laszlo was where the, follow the NDAs. And, and I can explain a little bit more on that here right after these messages. Retweet that space, guys. Just do me real quick. Hit, actually, quote it, hashtag it. Do that shit. Because today I went to a space. This is I'm, I don't want to talk shit. I'm not. Because spaces are spaces, but I went to a space to do or listen to talk UFOs. Man, the space sounded like my life. I don't come to spaces for that shit. I got enough of that bullshit in my life, right? So I was like, retweet the space. Astro always has good spaces. Tom, 
definitely myself. We don't play around. You know, we like to talk the subject. If you guys want to talk about anything, put it in the damn thread. We'll talk about it, and I'll put it in the nest. Or if you just want to pop up and bullshit, definitely anything related to UFOs. Because I'm still sitting here in Yakima Valley, perplexed as hell at my entire experience. It started here, leads to some wild-ass places, to a recovery team at Hanford, which is nearby. Just shit that I can't explain. That actually, uh, if anyone, let me put it to you this way. The last three years, especially right now, now I've I, I got a little bit of hope. That's the only reason I'm fucking in this space. But last three years probably been the toughest in my fucking life because of both the experience and then the shit I was talking about earlier, harassment. Well, still now I wonder, okay, imagine asking yourself this. Um, just imagine saying to yourself, okay, wait, how is this real? Uh, this is still happening. It happens enough in places and stuff like that. But then I also start questioning how, how much of it's people, right? Go ahead, Jay Jess. Yeah, hi, everyone. Um, I'm reading people stating that um, that a disclosure is over. Is that true? What's going on? Can anyone fill me in? Yeah, well, Not a chance. I'll tell you this. No, that's how, you know what? I'm going to be cocky. No, I'll tell you that I got here a little late for this disclosure. It's not over. Uh, and my life was imploded and shit like that. I'm, there's people who aren't going to give up. I don't think what, what's frustrating is this. There's so much going on and it's happened. It's not over. What I think has happened. This is This is one of the thing, the options guys. So one of the big things that there was, I, I, I heard someone, I think it was Frank, Frank, uh, Frank, uh, Frank Milburn actually talked about, Maybe it's a like a soft disclosure type thing. Like they they're just bringing attention to it, so at least Congress gets checks and balances, so they can beat whoever they need to beat to reverse engineering and mastering the tech. Maybe it's one of those things. Maybe now they know when it's attention, right? So they're probably going to say, "Oh yeah, it's nothing now," and and I'm not saying it should be good enough for us anybody. What I'm saying is this: that people that are trying to get disclosure, it's a hell of a big step to have people in charge of a program that are supposed to be as a, as opposed to what is going on now, which you've got a very real group of individuals call them whatever the fuck you want. I mean, who was shouting about the whole majestic 12 program and all this stuff back? I'm telling you the shit goes way deeper than that. So hey, uh, Tom or Astro take over real quick. Well, I, yeah, I think that, just the word disclosure, it's tough to get two people to agree on what that even means. And then you talk about where we are in the process. You know, for some people, it hasn't even happened. They don't even know anything that's going on or even care, you know. So I think that, like, for me, when you talk about disclosure, it's an individual journey that people are on. But disclosure, it could also mean the way that, it, you know, the community or the people pushing it are raising awareness about it. And whether that's through larger events like Grush or evidence coming out or like a grassroots movement. So like that's what one of the questions that I asked is like, is disclosure to you more a top down initiative that happens of like people announcing it to everybody? Or is it a grassroots movement of people? I feel like it's more of a grassroots movement because once people get an announcement or a big thing, they still want to understand it. It's not like they understand it. Like, oh, okay, this is, they, they're like, oh, shit, like, this is weird. Yeah, then but when they start looking into it. 
but astral people like uh you know the normies let's say um or people who are skeptic they want an announcement they want to see the evidence you know i mean because the subject has been treated like it's some sort of uh, hocus pocus kind of thing and not real there's so much um the the waters have been muddied so i think it's time if it's true we should know our place in the universe right and science has to progress and human consciousness has to progress so for me it means being honest being transparent about who we are and what we are and what is going on in our universe and there's no in between there's no grass movements it just is so if our leaders know something they should tell us what they know and it's very basic it's like anything else there's no runaround tell us what it is tell us but that's assuming too that they know what's going on and they understand it I, I think that we are very much closer in terms of the public to what they understand than they are further away towards the extraterrestrials or whatever you know what i'm saying like i don't think i think like even if you look at jacques Vallée, jacques Vallée has been researching it longer than probably anybody in the government and he still isn't like narrowed in on one specific thing someone so I, has, I think but, there's but an assumption that they know bodies someone has craft someone's already researched this shit they know how many uh kinds of extraterrestrials apparently there are they they know if they are um you know uh apparently if the lore is is true we've been making some sort of agreements with these um, species. So if that is true, and they even have bases, if the lore is true, on Earth, or have even worked with our militaries. So if that is true, this is not just, you know, they, they have some data. There's some clear data. But what is true? And that's the question. And why can't we as a species, do you think that those species, do you think they don't tell their public about the realities of the universe? I'm sure they do. That's how we progress. All they're doing is not allowing us to progress. Unless there's something totally weird about this whole thing and it's not about extraterrestrial species and we're some sort of farm or entertainment or something that it might be better not to tell us exactly what's going on. But if it is just simply extraterrestrials, part of a universe, part of uh, a grander scheme, then there should be no problem telling the public, hey, you know, we have neighbors. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. But we have neighbors. And yeah, we, we've kind of hung out with them. We've made some packs with them, whatever. And we didn't tell you because we didn't think the world was ready. So to me, I think it is a bigger thing than just figuring it out. It's being honest and being honest as species. Unfortunately, we don't have people in charge that are honest. They learn to be the opposite and we need more of that. And I think it's the only way we'll progress personally. I think that's really well said. I think, and again, I've said this many times, um, over the last year that I think we've reached a point uh, from a societal point of view that we could, in fact, 
have a disclosure, a capital D disclosure, without the sort of repercussions that were expected when they initially started contemplating these ideas. For instance, the War of the Worlds transmission. That was a reaction because people thought there was an alien invasion. They were hearing things over the radio, and then and then a lot of what happened afterwards, you could probably correlate to that reaction. That probably got brought up in meetings many times, but that, again, was a very specific situation. People flipped on the radio and thought they were hearing a violent event that was occurring. That's very different if you juxtapose it against someone like a government official such as the president coming out to a podium and saying hey you know we're not the only ones in the neighborhood you know it depends on how they phrase it they and i'm sure if they were to do that they would have to be very careful like they're not going to come out to the podium and be like yes we are not the top of the food chain like they're not going to use phrases like that they're going to say that there's other intelligence around us now there have been a lot of theories put forth to try to knock down the idea that any of this is even real to begin with. But as a researcher myself, I'm always able to move around that and I can find ways to explain so many different aspects of this. For instance, just had that round table with, with Vinny and Christopher Sharp and everybody and Digby. And we were talking about crashes. And one thing that people don't consider because they just write these types of things off, right? They're like, well, if they're traveling, this is the first thing you'll hear. If they're traveling here from, you know, hundreds of thousands of light years away, which that's if they're even coming from other planets, right? They could just be coming from other dimensions. We don't even know. Then how is it possible that they're crashing if they're so advanced? Like there's so many different answers you could give to that. You could have uh, natural causes such as lightning. Um, they're not perfect. Like, like neither are we. But then there's also things that people don't consider. If you go back and look in history, like there was that incident in Germany that happened and like, and I, I could be wrong on this. I'm sorry about if I get the date wrong here, but it was like, you know, the 14 or 1500s. There's that old, old, old newspaper uh, image. It's not even a newspaper. It's like a, like an etching or carving. And it shows like these cylinders and these orbs and these, these, you know, polygonal shapes in the sky with the sun. And, it, you know, when you read it back in modern times, it looks like there was a space battle going on in the upper atmosphere. Is it possible that if there are multiple intelligences visiting this planet that have varying degrees of either sympathy or a liking for humanity, but they all have their own individual motives is it possible that they engage one another every now and then in our atmosphere and that some of these crashes are a result of NHI versus NHI? Like that's something that never gets talked about. Is it possible that when we have these crash retrievals, it, it's not that we, but you know, I'm sure we've taken down a few as, as uh, Shane has said many times that we, you know, we have these, you know, bait and retrieval programs, but I would bet money that some of the craft have come down as a result of craft versus craft dogfighting. And this, and I, I, let me be clear. I'm not relating this to um, the recent comments by Ryan Graves, because I don't, he, I don't think he met, he was just talking about the motion of the craft. I believe he wasn't talking about like projectiles or anything necessarily being fired from craft to craft, but he was just talking about like the motion, the way they're interacting with one another visibly. 
we are we have to take these things into consideration. A lot of people just look at this information at face value and then they go about their business and they're like, yeah, that's not happening. So it's going to shatter a lot of realities. But if we're going to have a disclosure now, which we all deserve as human beings, this is the most perfect time in history to do it because of the level of distraction that you find in society. Now people have their heads buried in their cell phones or their Kindles. You know, I mean, it's really like no other time in history. This is the moment to do it because everyone it, it'll soften the blow. And there's and and we've been conditioned already through uh, television and media, Hollywood. Well, do you all, think that the excuse that they gave that it would um, embarrass? What did they say at the DOD or would embarrass? Mm. Do you think that that's good enough that they no. Right. So why aren't the American people like pissed off? They pay Well, let me ask you this, JJS. Let me ask this for you. Since you brought that up, I'm in the under. I this is the way I think. I wonder if anybody else thinks this way. Like, look, even if by bringing disclosure, if it brought the apocalypse, where do you stand on knowing the truth or not? I think we should know the truth regardless. You know, but some people. You know, like Lewis talked about, you know, all these, maybe something, you know, all these other things, right? But I still, doesn't matter. You know, a free society, there needs to be checks and balances and then the truth, period. There's no secret organization running shit with black budget that no one but read in individuals that happen to be family and shit like that. And so what happens is they get lost in the programs. Where do you stand on that, Jay Just? if, I don't. I don't care about their their programs. If they're reverse engineering, they should be right. What I care about is who are we? What are we? What's going on in our universe? I don't care if they make it into weapons. I wish there wasn't war. I don't care that they make billions of of dollars. I don't care. They're going to anyways. What I do care is that they're hiding the truth about who and what our universe is, and I wonder why they are. What is what is the big deal? Well, I think maybe because getting access to that base level I always talk about, consciousness, I think that is what this is all about, right? UFOs, everything is consciousness. But I, I think that's why they hide it because I think anyone with the appropriate knowledge, astral teaching about gateway, things like that, can get an upper hand and can apparently do shit that's almost superhuman. I mean... It disrupts the power structure at that point. They have no control over anyone. I learned remote viewing. I'm not going to disrupt the power structure. I, you know, like I just utilized it to uh, learn who and what I am and what my capabilities are and just learn about the universe. I'm I'm not just talking about that. They look at it as a group. Remote viewing is great, but I'm talking about upgrading that shit. And you guys don't make me say the mirrors and all that, the Montauk chair. What I'm saying is this. Our government learned from both Russia and then whatever craft that they have that consciousness is a key. And with the hacks, you can do crazy, amazing shit. And that's where the Psy Wars and all this other shit comes in. That is, that's what I'm trying to say. So basically, remote viewing is one thing, but there's a whole time travel, teleportation, weaponization program with it. You got basically the MK Ultra shit, which is uh, Project Superman with Andrew Pedro and a couple other of these, right? Pegasus, I think, is another one, right? Because what they're doing is realizing if consciousness is everything and all time is happening all at once, we just have access in a weird way, dimension-wise, 
yeah, maybe if you get access to that damn electric rail, you learn how to incorporate it into your tools. Let's say a tool being, hey, I'm going to drive this circular craft and I'm going to do a hack. So now I can just drive it with my mind. And on top of that, I don't need to worry about gravity and all these other things. So if you can hack that electric rail, everything keeps pointing to consciousness. Thomas Bearden's paper, God, I wish he was alive back in the day when I was, you know, he was still around. Let me put it that way. This dude's a genius, Lieutenant Colonel. He wrote best paper. He wrote, what is the, uh, the one human connection? Is that right? I, I think I did, I did a space on it. But anyway, the whole point of that is this. What if the God, look at it any way you want, God, creator, or the point of existence, or all these other things. What if one of these things is here, it's the UFOs, everything we've seen is all trying to get you to that electric rail. Because, again, I'll say that we're all basically the same thing. And it's a, it's a matter of one thing putting out different, I guess, how do I say it? I, I said it more elegantly before, but I can't remember right now. But my point being is we're all the same fucking thing, but we're actually showing up differently on, on the palette, you know? So what they're trying to do is whoever gets there becomes that. So we may be thinking aliens, and they're not exactly aliens. They're us. We're them. But once you get to that level, and so the paper talks about basically what we're seeing. Maybe it's them because if we take a step back and start thinking about what I think Tom was mentioning earlier, some of the crashes are gifts from God. And I say that little G type, like literally helping hands. We've got loads of tech from crashes way before most people even know about it. You know, take, for example, uh, the Great Falls, Montana crash, right? The way they describe it almost sounds like a, a fucking a, a dirigible. And then what happens? These dirigibles start popping around, right? So you always have one followed by the other. Some of these straight up look like gifts, not all of them, because another thing is our radar, we unintentionally take them down. Uh, Corso talks about that, right? Getting a telepathic message from a gray and straight up the gray's doing, hey, your shit's fucking us up. Can you turn it off? So I didn't know how I got there. When I get on a good rant, it's like 10 minutes and I get to the end and I'm like, wait, how did I start there? Shane, here's the thing. You can't stop consciousness and you can't stop these things. And whatever they know, the Russians know. And whatever the Russians know, the Chinese know. So they can't stop it. What they can do is they can expand our consciousness and uh, teach the world who we are and what we are. Because really, you know, we're kind of stuck as a species. Look at our planet. Look what's going on. We're kind of stuck. In this we whole pattern. How do we yeah. upgrade? Consciousness. And, and learning who we are. And expanding our consciousness. And expanding our vision of who we are. Well, and I agree. And Thomas Bearden talks about. Those are some of the things that are important. But to reach that next level. You, you can't be, be a biological organism. There's something else you got to get to. Right? Where they go. You know. So we need to think about consciousness a little bit different as well because, shit, AI, the way you think about it, it can become, you know, maybe we're seeing things in a weird way because of the way we're seeing it. But I think the reason they hide it, because it's it's one of those things, It's the tools are there. 
if you keep them hidden, it's hard for people to get to. But once they have them, everyone can do gateway tapes. Everyone can fix their fucking lives. I think you're, I and, think you're, I think they're just scared. They're just scared. They're scared of why they hit it before they hit it. They have to answer to that. They're scared of, they might not have all the answers and they might what have if, to uh, admit Let me ask that. you this. I know this is part of the possibility. What if part of the reason they're scared is because they know who you can make contact with and not everything is love and light. Right? Because it could be. But that does, but it the, doesn't you know matter. What I mean? we, know, we know that there's tigers in jungles, but we still know about them. Okay, so like all I'm saying is uh, for humanity, we need to know the truth. And if they have the truth, they have some of the truth. They need to tell humanity. That's all I'm saying. Because we're stuck in a hold pattern and it's not good. And they want humanity to change. Yet they're stuck. These little kids are stuck on their TikTok. And they're just consumers. And they don't really know about who they are and what they are. You know, they they know they know very basic things. So I think that that this is a way of changing the game. But that's my thoughts. I th- I agree with a lot of your saying, but what I, I think's going on is is this: we got a lot of shit going in play here. So, so many different ones. You know, shadow war that they talk about. What what could that be? Right? Is that possibly like someone brought up earlier? Um, was it you, Thomas? So the shadow war is that? Be- well, but that's between our contractors. I didn't use that phrase specifically. I thought some, no, some of what you said. I know, but you were talking about like uh, some war going on, right? Is that between two different NHI, or is that yeah? Between- so maybe some of these crashes could have been the result of that sort of thing. Like, here's not, what I not, think not, on that, brother. It could just I, I, be a one-time thing. You know, I don't think they. NHI- uh, go ahead, man. I'm, I think one of us is. Uh, Stepping on the other, and it's probably me. Go ahead, Shane. You're good. I think that uh, what we got is I'll go deep in the rabbit hole. I think we got treaties, and in those treaties, we make deals, and with those deals, some of that was tech, and some of that was also knowing that some of the shit that's here or coming here is bad, and there may be more coming, right? So, has anybody heard the date 2027? Yep. Many times now. It's spreading right, like so, at this point. I've seen it in passing. So check it. It's a deep rabbit hole. You could go in. You could uh, go have it. Oh, take over. Wait, my dog's about to kill somebody. John Ramirez, I believe, I believe, as far as I know, was the first one to mention the date. But I think it's been... Bledsoe, though. Isn't it Bledsoe? I mean, his prediction. First? Possible. I'm not really sure. I know the first time I heard it was Ramirez. And then there's been a few videos that have been put together randomly by people online that it's a collection of people kind of either saying the date or alluding to this, the, the idea that there's, you know, a clock ticking down. Didn't obviously. Greer say 2026? 20, yes, Exactly. Greer well, said 2026, know. not 27. He, he, he said have, you I have just, until 2026. And let's so, I think 2026 too. He had that he had that moment during his recent press club event where he said that there was like, you know, 
a timeline. There's, you know, clocks ticking and he got like very serious for a moment. Like his expression was like one of like fear and he just, I'd never seen him like that before. So it caught my attention. Yeah. The, uh, the last conference, he seemed really scared. I don't know why. Maybe he was scared to do it, but he seemed really fearful in general. I don't think well, people. Uh, do you think I want... Tom could be the Orion yeah. Grays coming, and that's their date? Because aren't those the ones located in the you know, Beetlejuice, and that shit's about to go boom? Should be the right time frame, right? And I, I know Anthony Peretti case talks about. They said, "Hey, our shit's blowing up, so we got to find a new place to live." Yeah, you know, I've theorized like perhaps, you know, uh, like what would we do in a situation? Where it's it's not just contact, but it's uh, a refugee situation. Another, it's not even just another species, another intelligence from another planet or universe. But what if they need our help, and they're like, "Hey, listen, like we just lost our world. You know, can we can we camp here with you guys? You know, like how would the world react to something like that? That's that that's a tough one." Well, I personally think if they're coming in ships, they have tech, so they'll welcome them with open arms and want to learn about the tech. Well, you if would... it's consciousness, well, hold up. If it's a whole other dimension of consciousness, what we see as tech is that. Like, it's like a, a high-end 3D printer just making shit at the atomic level, whatever we need to see and experience. Because think about this. This is the thing that Fort talks about that always sticks with me. Consider whenever you see a UAP – you're being enchanted because at that moment, our brains run on what? It's all about the, the spectrum, right? They, they control that. They can make you see, feel, hear everything, right? It doesn't mean they're not real physically. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter what you see or record because even your phones are susceptible to things like that. So is Astro still alive, man? Of course he is. My bad, my bad. I was just kind of listening in. Um, I just wanted to circle back to the, the like the crashing thing. I'm just not sure about the whole gifts from God thing because I don't know. There's bodies in there and stuff, so doesn't that seem kind of more like an accident or, or or something? They don't seem very interested in us from what I've seen. I know everybody talks about telepathy and stuff, but I'm no expert on that. So I, that was just kind of my question, like. You really think well, it's just from question. God if there are bodies? Yeah, that's a, very valid that's a perfectly question. good question. And here's what I'll say. Imagine this. Whatever what we're seeing, let's say the grays, just as an example. Let's say the, the this, this color gray, this color, they're worker bees, some kind of biological AI. When one dies, mm -hmm. its soul goes pop somewhere else to another one, and it's driven by. So uh, let's say uh, this is what I've heard. This is out there, guys. This, this is not out there in the sense that like crazy i'm saying it's out there like there's information and people talking about this thing so uh, in, uh, another upper dimensional being is basically what we would see as god could do all of these things create these things and would have this whole worker bee uap thing and i'll say that i've heard from people that i, I trust as well that like 98 percent of what's here is that ai biology type shit so there is other stuff. Now, you have a, a negative interdimensional and a positive. And the positive is the one that's giving us gifts from God. So, yeah, it may look like bodies. Hell, now that I see it that way, change of the sea type thing going on. But 
it may look like bodies to us. And one of the things I know from a, our source that when I was at the Roswell Daily Record, who was legacy guy, right, in the programs, these beans, when they were cut open or whatever, what was inside them wasn't blood. It seemed more like a gosh. Have you ever seen the movie Alien? Yeah, the, the, of course. Whenever that dude gets separated and that white shit goes everywhere. Yes. All right. So yeah, that, yeah. That's exactly what what he says, and hundred percent. There's no doubt in my mind he was in the program and did multiple jobs. Because if you saw his pedigree, you'd shit your pants, right? So, it to me, that's probably what we're witnessing. And if it's a control system, like so many people say, and they're not saying it because they're idiots, they're saying it because they probably kind of heard it. What would you do? It's it, even if it's a they're gifts from God. That's a form of control system. I can tell you now. I'm more along the lines of this because of my experience where it's led me the stuff I do see what's happened. I don't necessarily mean it's a control system, but I'm like, maybe, maybe they're fucking with us, but do you see what I mean? And it doesn't mean yep. all of what's here is uh, AI. But what I'm saying is I think a lot of it's that right. So, so you're saying like, I guess with the gravy and drones, they're kind of disposable. They're just kind of like another piece of, of the technology being left more on the biological side, I guess, like an artificial biological type being. Yeah. So, well, that's why I said we need to maybe reassess what, how we conscious, you know, because, so basically we would see it as that, but because it's AI, it's got biology all around it. So picture, yeah, basically a droid. Like like a far a hard, high end wait has anybody seen um on Apple frickin' Foundation the blonde like that yeah Foundation I read Foundation yeah way so, before it was ever yeah a I should have said the book I should have said the book but most people here would have probably think show but my yeah, point the show is, shows introducing a, a lot of people to the books well, yeah yeah and the good thing is my point is it shows how far advanced the AI is. In the, yeah. in the books, it talks about no one knows, and that's just kind of a sacrifice. They're supposed to be gone. They think it's human, just like we would think it's that. So I, I think that's a, that's a big point. They're giving us shit to get us to go places, to do shit, and to do all those type of things, right? So. Right, 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 right. All right. Have you guys I – I, I, I definitely want to hear you on this one, Shame. I was reading something the other day. Apparently, Tom DeLong made some comments that – Peak the interest of many. What what and Tom said? I about heard me the again. phrase. That's right. <laughs> I tried to get him to follow me. I was like, dude, we're both named Tom. We both play guitar. Like we both study oh, UFOs. What did, I say? what did I say? I don't think you saw it. I didn't what did say you what? say? I said, you said something. Shane, I like UFOs. And I put the I like turtles. What you give? I guess some <laughs> Did you hear his comment? Okay, I don't know if, if what podcast it was from. It was obviously it was obviously from some kind of interview, but he made a comment about time sharing you know what i'm talking about like a condo you... ah, yeah yeah right no nhi time sharing consciousness so it's almost like the idea that some of them may be uh using human bodies to take a ride i could see that actually <laughs> you know. so, but then, i mean so if you have that, well, look, guys, this is what I'm. This is what I was trying to say with the fort comment. You don't necessarily need to take a ride. This is what kind of people need to pay attention to. So, all whenever there's, uh, I guess you'd say, what do they fucking 
called crop circles, messages, things like that. Look, they're not going to put them in some encoded bullshit that we have to decipher. They can drop it right in our fucking head and we'll know all of it, right? It's, it's just, that's what freaking downloads are. Basically, you know everything you need to know about what they want you to know at that moment. That's how they can communicate. Don't have to be English, Indian. We need to remember that's all part of the same fucking spectrum we all kind of work on, right? So, shit, dude. I get there, man. I must be on one, man. I'm actually packing, so I'm talking, not really paying as much. I'm un I'm unpacking <laughs> for vacation. Still, like I'm taking my time with it. So there's a lot of possibilities to speculate about, right? And I find it frustrating that there's so many people that refuse to even take it that far. Like, how could you? None of us have the answers, technically, right? Like, we, we have a good idea of certain things. We lean in the direction of certain things. But, like, when I put out a video, right? Like, my next video is very speculative in nature. The point of that is to open the mind, to ask questions, and to try to put the pieces together and see where they fit best. But we can't get certain people to do that. They... They're just like, nope, no aliens. We're not being visited. Like they don't they don't go and look through any of the actual evidence. Like I'm actually convinced that the average human being, if I could take everything that I have ever read, watched, or listened to about the phenomenon and my own experience, obviously, but we'll leave that one out because that's very special and that's a once in a million thing, you know, one in a trillion, really. If if all the information that I've ingested if I were to have the ability to upload that into someone else's brain real quick, just boom, I feel that 95% of the people that see that would change their minds and be like, oh, yeah, this is happening because they haven't taken the time to go through everything. There's people who literally make statements like, oh, there's no physical evidence. Yes, there is. Oh, there's no, there's never been biological evidence where, you know, biological effects on humans. Yes, there has been. Like, if you know anything about this subject, you know, all of those things exist. There have been people who have been exposed to radiation. They've been scarred. There's a uh, scar tissue that's formed over 24 hours. All of David Jacobs, like he's been able to like, there's medical records to show this. I mean, there's been imprints. Uh, look at what you find in crop circles. Like there's just, there's a plethora of evidence and people literally go about their daily lives and think that there isn't. And that's what frustrates me is that like, they're not even willing to look either. And it's like, well, how do we get some of those people to turn the page? Because I feel like the more eyes and ears and brains that we have on this, uh, the better chance we have of getting to where we want to be, which is ultimately, uh, you know, capital D disclosure. But it's like, it's such a difficult task to try to convince someone to at least, and it's not to convince them that it's even real. It's to convince them to look at the evidence that they think doesn't even exist to begin with. Like, what about Doctor Lear? What's what was all that stuff? What all that shit that he pulled out of people? I mean, it, it's there's so much. There's more evidence to suggest that we're being visited by ETs or NHI than there is for a lot of other things that people uh, subscribe to. 
in this world, like uh, even from a religious perspective, people put their faith into certain things and all they're doing is pulling it out of a book. Yet this has a lot to back it up. And for some reason, people just won't take that extra leap, that little step where they're just like, oh, well, I never knew that. It's like, well, you never took the time. And that's what kills me is like I have seen things. I've read things. And I have personally, in person, investigated certain things that the average person, I think, would at least take a step back and be like, okay, that's interesting. But they don't, they won't cross that line. It's like, well, what do we do? How do we get people to cross that line? I don't think you can. I think complacency is, is really set deep in these days. Yeah, I think obviously like on a per you know, a person to person basis depends. I know some people that have, you know, at least heard me out and some of them, some of them came around, but there's there's a lot of other people that won't. And then it's like, well, what's the reaction gonna be when disclosure happens? Vinny and Chris Sharp and Digby and myself and everybody when we were talking in the round table the other day, which is on my YouTube channel in case anybody wants to go watch that. Uh we had this really interesting part of the conversation where we were talking about post-disclosure and I, I, I went up, you know, it was my turn to answer the question. And one of the things that I think about are like, and it's, it's going to sound kind of funny in a way, but it's like social media post-disclosure, right? There's already like two basic camps you believe or you don't, right? When disclosure happens, I feel like there's going to be a lot of mudslinging as a result of disclosure. Sadly, I think that's going to be what makes you, th what makes you think that would it be the release of David's fucking? I agree. Well, I, no, what, I think it's going to be. Also, I think there's going to be some people that are like, I told you so. There's going to be some people from our side of the fence that are going to rub it in the faces of the people that said it was bullshit. And then there's going to be the people on the other side that, even when there is disclosure, they're still going to say it's bullshit or they're just going to get really, you know, two dish about it. They're going to be uh, cranky and, and kind of childish. But I'm expecting some people that get a little too worked up about this subject to begin with to the point that it, it clouds their judgment that they're going to be like, oh, I told you so. And I'll fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. Like that's, I'm expecting that from, and it's not everybody and it's not a lot of people, but there's going to be some of that, you know, the, that was my mom. The, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh oh, damn. <laughs> you said it. Wait, not me. Like, wait, wait, you get a divorce. You need a place to stay. You still like aliens. Yeah. You get, fuck you. Don't come home. Oh, damn. <laughs> play, that's a joke. No, she didn't say that. She just yeah, said, no, don't I come don't home. So. She doesn't cuss. No, I'm still playing, dude. I can go there. Trust me. I'm, I don't want to look. Yeah, no, I believe her. And there's nothing wrong with living with your mom because I've done it like 90 motherfucking times. But I was trying <laughs> yeah. to avoid that situation because uh, we don't need to look. I don't want to go from one hellhole to the other. And by that, right. I mean, that's part of the reason I was fucked up to begin with being in that place. So it's like, but I got actually, dude, like literally maybe an hour and a half, two hours ago. Uh, friend of mine had called and he's not even, I, you know, not even far from here. He's like, just come stay with me, bro. And I was like, Oh shit, that works. I said, I'll do that till I can get my bearings. Right. Just kind of 
like I had brought up earlier, I'm just kind of still in a daze about shit. That's why I kind of dipped out. I'm like, fuck, what the? Trying to figure out what to pack. Because if you don't know where you're going, it's hard to know what the fuck to pack. And I want to still be able to do my UFO mobile shit. Because, look, one of the things that, that gets me is this. is A lot of times people think I go too hard on UFO shit. When I'm not doing this stuff, researching, talking about it, trying to piece puzzles together, dude, I'm lost as fuck. You know? And then... Life has got me kind of unfocused, and I was kind of squirreling, struggling, between, you know, still seeing shit, but kind of like, man, what's going on? So, also, guys, hey, I don't usually do this shit, but my tips are also open, too. You guys can throw anything in there if you want, because, again, I'm about to be a divorced-ass mofo looking for a place to live. God bless you, aliens. It's, it's literally no shit, a midlife crisis with aliens. Right? Yeah. Yeah, not your run-of-the-mill midlife crisis, right? This is... No, stands dude, this one's bad. Higher than it's heavy. This one's bad enough. I don't think I ever want to talk about it, ever, unless it's a lawyer. Let me just say that, man. It's fucked up. And because also, people don't understand the trauma that exists. And at the same time you're being fucked with, you're having UFO experiences. And on top of that, prior, you're a recovered addict who fixing their shit, right? No one's going to fucking believe you, dude. The trauma and the fact that no one would believe me about anything. I had to just eat harassment for three years till I had the proof. And then all the time, that UFO shit was literally just kind of eating all the kind of, I guess you would say, anybody wanted to pay attention to me, if I, if I wanted to go take care of the harassment, would look at my, oh, UFOs? Nope. It was, I'm still living it, dude. It's the most, no one would believe the situation that I, I ended, wound up in. It's fucked up. Yeah, I see people have a hard time getting outside of their comfort zone with beliefs. I've had some things happen to me that caused trauma that I still can't reconcile because I think you get grounded or something. I'm no guru or hyper-intelligent person, so I don't have the best, prettiest words for it. But I think people just get comfortable. They don't want to get outside their comfort zone. No, I agree. I agree. And I'll tell you this. I'm such a pro at trauma. I, I make the joke a lot that my life's literally, it's a series of traumatic events with little beautiful moments that keep me like, all right, stay. You got to stay for this shit, right? So this one is like something, look, it's hard for me to say that, like, I don't understand necessarily, like, I'm in a place because of the topic, being on UFO Twitter spaces, people in the community, I'm in a place where I can I know I can deal with this. And this is the most traumatic shit I've ever had to deal with. Believe me, I don't want to talk about it right now. And I, the war shit fucked me up. But now I have tools. But I'm in a place where I'm not all fucked up prior because of the abuse as a child, which gives you the CPTSD, which sends me over the edge, becomes an addict, you know, all those things, right? So I woke up. All of a sudden, I'm doing this shit, right? I'm, do you, does anyone in here know what it what it's like to be someone who burns their life down and think that, man, it, being just a recovered addict or a recovered mental health patient, is that all I got to look forward to? Everyone going, and I'm not saying if you're clean, that's an excellent job. That's awesome. But I'm saying, I know we all struggle with like, is that it? I mean, people not trusting you to do things. And I got to do great things. Why did I get to do great things? Fucking aliens, whatever you want to call them. Doesn't mean it was them, whatever. I lean that it was dragging from place to place the events I I can tell you no one would believe my life at all. Like the people, like I don't even, my, most of my friends, actually most of the people I talk to, I'll call it that, 
daily. The only people I talk to daily and for months at a time sometimes, you know, will be Astral, Tom, and then we'll, I'll talk to them on occasion. And then anonymous source type people, right? That's my life because I woke up. It's, it's like I got, I woke up out of a fucking coma and there was fucking aliens. And, and then I'm losing my mind because people were fucking with me. It was all fun and games. And then here I am, like, I didn't believe in that shit three years ago. And I know I can deal with this trauma, this bullshit, but it sucks. I, I don't know what's better. Well, I do know what's better. Because back in the day, I would have crawled somewhere bad. I can deal with it. But now it's like I'm, I, I got that disassociation. And, and it kind of sucks that I'm able to see it all and absorb it and just sit with the gut feeling of nastiness. And be like, all right, bigger and better things because I've done shitty things, right? I haven't done the bigger and better things. I'm trying to do that. But I have done shit wrong, right? Then nothing but fix my fucking life. I'm like, you know what? All right. You know, shit happens. You lose everything all at once. Who gives a fuck? Trauma's trauma. And I can tell you this, I'll, I'll survive. I can sit there and pity party myself, but sometimes it's just kind of like, what the fuck is even going on? It literally, at times, feel like I'm being punked with all this shit that happens and because of the events that all happened together at the same fucking time, I had to choose what I wanted to talk about. Harassment or UFOs? Because no one would believe either of them if I talked about both of them a lot, right? They're like, this dude's fucking whack. So I had to eat trauma. Just record. Just take harassment. Just record. Do it over and over and over. So that's also why I'm going to tell you, no doubt in my mind, I'm a beacon fucking pulsing to whatever's out there and they said hey this dude's fucked up let's see what's up and that's why my experience i'm gonna say a super experiencer i hit all those i mean a lot of the fucking check on the checklist i'm a, I'm a super experiencer i'm gonna tell you it's because my life is so fucked and i was just kind of eating it right so yeah trauma's a thing man i and I, I think they're interested in those emotions you know that type of thing i definitely I understand where you're coming from, aside from the military thing. I, every, everything you said hit me, so I have a, an idea what you're going through. I'm, I'm sorry you have those times, for sure. I appreciate it, too. And it's, like I said, I'm appreciative that I, I'm not going to go do some stupid crawl into some drugs or dumb shit. I'm never going to do that again. That I'm able to kind of just feel shitty, pout, not do anything destructive, right? But I can promise you, this is what's fucked up, man. I've three tours of combat, fuck me up, but drugs, all this kind of shit, homelessness, I can promise you. What's wild is this may not destroy me like the other events did because now I have the ability to deal with these things and I have a, an alien support structure, right? But this is no shit. I didn't have anyone to talk to prior to all aliens, so I don't know if that's what the, the, the drunk was, just getting me in here to bullshit with you all, but it's... It feels, right. oh, hey man, don't worry about it. I can tell you what, there are days that I, I, I'll pity part of myself and say, hey, can anyone be more unfucking lucky in their life? But then I'm like, dude, not really, because I shouldn't even be alive. And I'm not even fucking around, dude. My, my drug of choice was fentanyl back in the day. 2017, I got clean. Been clean since. I shouldn't be alive. So I, 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 I can deal with this. And that's why I'm kind of grateful. Like, ah, this ain't as bad as I think. Uh it just sucks that there's aliens with it. So it's like no one will take you seriously. Oh, man. It, it, dude, my past, aliens and harassment. How fucked is that? Would you believe a motherfucker talking about that shit? No. Nope. So I just had a video for three years and take the shit, right? 
it's fucking and it's wore me out and that's where I'm at that's where I went you know gotta stay strong you know what I mean I know I just bummed I mean, everybody he Shane killed the space man it was a good space and he just bummed the fuck well, everybody nah, nah, no I don't I wouldn't even say bum out I think you were being very real um I'm pretty open about my struggles from years ago. I'm it's gonna be ten years clean for me. Um next July. I'm at nine years now. Uh, I was doing opiates, heroin and such. I wasn't an intravenous user, I was just, you know, snorting it like cocaine, just you know, full disclosure. And uh I didn't want to live that way. I never meant to be become that way, but I figured out what some of the root problems were is that there was I didn't I didn't have enough self-respect or love. And then once I figured those things out and really started to hone in on the things that I really did like about myself, everything kind of fell into place. And now I try to, you know, work to destigmatize that. Like some people hear the term drug addict and they immediately think that you're a scumbag. But I was still a functioning member of society. I still worked a job. I was just getting high and trying to, you know, um numb some of my emotions. And Honestly, looking back at all of those things, I couldn't imagine the type of person that I would have developed into without that experience. I probably wouldn't be as wise. I wouldn't be as caring. I wouldn't have as much self-respect as I do. So as I like to say, you know, sometimes the, th the things that uh, happen to you in life that are bad, they're not happening to you. They're happening for you. You know, I try to look at it from that lens. I know. Look, all of my experience, it, it's just a lot, everything. But I, I'm going to tell you now, and it sounds fucked up. And somebody just called and said, they said something to me that I'm a truth teller. I'm not going to say their name in case they don't want it said right now. But I've always done that. And what's fucked up is this. Because of that, I talk about my real experience, what I, what I go through as it progresses. Like a, That also kind of hurts you on different aspects, right? Especially with my past and then having to deal with that other bullshit. So it's always tiptoeing around i gotta fucking tiptoe anymore which is cool but i can tell you this too like being able to it there's no place else for us to go everybody where you're fucking help i can promise you there's nothing more cathartic yeah you can go to reddit and all these fucking rooms where else can you go so you can dump dude my experience is insane three years and i can promise you it's happened and I can prove it all, but it's one of those things that people wouldn't understand because it changed me from being fucking atheist agnostic. I know I'm being controlled. I just don't know if it's good or bad. It doesn't make so, any fucking sense. Definitely felt the change from atheist to agnostic. My bad. I like, like you said, full disclosure, like the what got me into the subject in the first place is when I was a, a kid, my great grandfather used to work for the notorious Lockheed for like a very long time. He worked on satellites and some of the things that used to come out of his mouth as far as his personal beliefs and, and the, some of the things that he built that, you know, I can explain it. It's not like magic or anything, but it was kind of ahead of its time. And I just, I want to know if that's real. I want to know if he wasn't just, you know, one of the, your classic crazy genius. Cause it was very spiritual what he was talking about. Let me ask this. So you said spiritual. So does anyone else, look? I know people. They have religions. They have the universe. Whatever they want to see. Uh, the risk of sounding crazy. That's what I see as my, or don't say an AA term, right? That ter that source of focus. 
that's what saved me, dude. It doesn't necessarily mean it's good or bad. But that being said, I will still sit here right now and explain like, all right, prior to my experience in Yakima Valley, which I had no idea at the time, was a hot spot, crash retrieval team here, all that shit, right? And prior to that, didn't even believe, had the experience. It literally brings me to a place that I wanted to be to, I should have been to, I'm healthier because of it. Don't get me wrong, I'm traumatized right now. But I, I can't, it's duality, I can't explain it because it literally, I don't know if it's the overall thing that's, that's been traumatic with everything that was going on. But I look at it, man, and sometimes, dude, I'll sit and I, shit, I got a video. I think I posted on my Twitter. And during the video, people want to say it's it's a satellite, it's this and that. Well, it comes, you know, all these other things happen, right? Take everything, context. I, I get on my knee and I literally said, this is all fucking real. I need some guidance. Pop into that fucking frame right now. Instantly, it flares up and it's going across. I'm like, oh, shit, right? But that's a continuous thing. Go to Roswell, see it with people three days in a row a bunch of people and it just goes with me and then i realize oh shit my life's falling apart i get dark i, I start doing what everybody does right we all have fucked up times but then i'm like oh i realize what i'm feeling is grief because that ride i wasn't writing for the roswell daily record and all that was kind of over and i realized holy fuck dude you're not just a mentally ill addict dude you're a reporter, you're this, a friend, all these other things, and you got it because of fucking aliens. So how wild is that, man? I, 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 I literally fixed my life, and I, everyone could think I'm bullshitting for no. There's a reason I have four thousand followers. I'm here for to answer my own questions, and the more answers I get, the more questions I have. Like I'm a firm believer in side downloads, hunches, things like that, because I follow mine. Does anyone else in here follow the universe or signs? Because when I don't. Oh, I pay. Like, I went to this that whole filming shit against what I normally would have because I try to I try to stick with my, I guess, my control. I try to let my control system have control. Everybody's thinking I'm wild. No, I'm telling you right now, it's played such a big part in my life. Prior to 2020, and here's the picture I want to paint real fucking quick. Prior to 2020, I was still fucked up. I just left uh, mental health care for the last time, Wounded Warrior, I think it was. And I was coming, hitting the ground, running like everyone does, leaving anything like that. I'm going to fix myself this time. The pandemic happened. So fucking defeated, right? I couldn't go anywhere, see anybody. And maybe that was a good thing because I didn't use. But being outside nonstop, I started seeing daily these things. And no one would fucking believe me. No one. So... I decided I was going to start recording. I'm a videographer. Say orbs, I, like orange ones? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. You name them. Seen them. I've seen yeah, those. Yes. The, the, a lot of them. And then on top of that, having to deal with drones and shit, you know, all that kind of shit. But as I progress, you don't take the time to breathe and be like, ah, oh, what's going on? No, dude. I was literally on. It felt like I was in a fever dream. All of a sudden. I got my, my whole body crashed after I, it was all kind of done. I was like, oh, shit. David kind of, when he came forward, that was the moment. It's like, ah, oh, it's disclosed, guys. No matter what anyone thinks, if you know anything about David, the military, it's disclosed, dude. No matter of fact, the people that talked to him, that he, they've been interviewing for the last four years, 
it's only going to bust wide open. Right now, they're trying to put the genie back in the bottle. So that's why a lot of people are saying, oh, it's not going to happen. There's no fucking way this goes back in the bottle. I should be back. I'm going to kind of stop because I get on my rant. Where we are now, there's no going back, I don't think. I think we, we've gotten over that hill at this point. I really do. I don't think there's anything that's going to stop the train now. Like, they could shut down the investigation. They could get rid of Arrow. It doesn't matter because we're still going to investigate. The As Astral had been mentioning, and I fully agree with this, the grassroots effort is ultimately what's going to win the day. Let me uh, ask you this. this subject. Who do you think wants disclosure? Is it human or NHI? That's a good question. Well, obviously, there's a lot of humans that want that, right? Because we're all here right now. Well, I should say this. The idea- Who do you think, if it's a control, and just this is my opinion, what I should have said is this. In your opinion, who do you think's driving it? Like, for, for me, if I think it's a control system, look, man, I ended up with a crash retrieval guy, uh, guy and because the series of events, just remember this. Having the guy in a program doesn't mean shit if you don't have someone that can vet it. I just so happen to have, you know, things that all lined up. How? Why? And then later find out my obsession with crash retrieval teams. Oh, shit. Wait, there's one 30 miles from me? No shit. That doesn't make any sense without these fuckers, right? Right. That's a good point. I think NHI is driving it. In some form or another, because I've had too many synchronicities and too many things that lined up in ways that it, it, it almost felt like a wave back at me. I mean, I've been studying this my whole life, right? I had an experience. I've had more than one, but I had one that, you know, was major. And then... You know, I started a YouTube channel in 2016, basically just talking about multiple different subjects, conspiracies, UFOs and such. Then I take a little break, right? Then I come home from work one day, and I'm like, ooh, what's this button do? And I'm like, oh, look at that. I can stream Star Wars Battlefront 2. I have a PlayStation and a cell phone. I don't even have a PC yet, so let's go do that. Next thing you know, I have enough money for a PC. Next thing you know, I meet Astral. Next thing you know, I team up with Ty. Next thing you know, I'm interviewing Steve Bass. Like, all these little things. Boom, 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 boom. Next thing you know, I have 12,000 followers. Next thing you know, my video has 40,000 views. Like, it, it. sometimes it really just feels like there's there's a spirit behind it. It's like well, the best way that right. I can say it. There's a force well, guiding me it, in the right direction. And it, it is. It's the universe. Well, let me put it this way. Whatever I'm dealing with just so happened to bring me to what I needed the most, which was connection. And I say that because Sebastian Younger in his books, Tribes, fucking, he does some TED Talks. Was, whenever you leave the military, part of that PTSD is you're separating from brothers and sisters that you know that you have your back, that you're told, sit here, protect them. They die, you're fucked, right? That kind of thing. So you always know you can count on everybody. Now, I want you to do that over and over, war, sorry, this is hard to talk about, things like that. And you, all of a sudden, you're not ready for it, you don't know about it, you're cut loose. Go to society, where it's pretty much here in America, you're on your own. And there's no this, that, or the other, so no one's watching your back. These things, all you think about is them, how they are, these things. So, how the fuck did I get on this? <laughs> 
I, I do you think have a though, funny way of going from one to the other. <laughs> what you're talking about, Tom, like when you anyway, it's called in, ADHD. When you like lean into <laughs> the creative aspect of it, you know, I feel like yeah. uh, when you start producing actual content that has an influence on people, that's when I feel like somehow it impacts your life in some sort of positive way. When you start, it's not even like you don't even need to frame it in any sort of thing, but. I think when you actually start getting other people curious to look into the topic, regardless of what angle you go at it, uh, it sort of, you know, shifts you in a direction where I think six, it, into more of a successful lane than if you were just on Twitter complaining about everything <laughs> all the time. I know. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Let me ask both of you this. Co-host, anyone in this room, I want to hear actually opinions too. So give it, let's say you're having an experience, okay? Not just a normal experience. Call it any of the classic super experience or Bledsoe, any of these others, right? Myself, all of these. You're having experiences continuous all the time. And you're able to record it, whatever. Now, fast forward a little bit. And you start having dreams. And in those dreams is what happened in the scene like abduction, right? What's happening there? Is, is it you freaking yourself out and giving yourself the dreams? Or do you think you're recollecting some things? Because who do you go to to figure that out, right? Right. That's a good question. I mean, we don't know so much about dreams either, right? Like, for all we know, dreams could be other realities that actually exist. I don't know. I think ultimately it's we're going to have to start really thinking about what our definition of real is very soon. We're going to have to really start thinking about that. Honestly, because if think about it this way, if consciousness is fundamental and it's like the baseline of everything, well, that means on some level that dreams are real in their own way, shape or form. And that means thoughts are real. They're, they're no oh. less or more real than than, you know, my room right now. And same thing with uh, DMT dimensions and such. There's a lot to be considered there. And I think, again, it just leads back to consciousness. And I hope I'm making sense, but it's just we're gonna have to we're gonna have to really start thinking. We're about all different expressions of the same differently. Thing. Right? It's like we're all the, the yeah. we're all a different eye of God, essentially. You know, I've heard that but one. You, before. But you were kind of asking phrase. Shane, like a more like maybe like something like communion, where if people had the experience before reading the book or seeing the cover, it would be a lot more interesting than after a bunch of people read and saw the cover and then That's started fair. having these experiences. But yeah, You're right. But here's the thing, though. We all know how human memories work. We also know how traumas work. Oftentimes, you lock traumas away, and then what happens? Something familiar unleashes that shit like a beast, right? Look, right. here's what's wild. Uh, because of my... Uh, PTSD, things like that. I don't dream medications. One of them being weed, another one being a medication just for night terrors type shit, right? So I go to Vernal, Utah after the start of my experience. No fucking shit. First night in Vernal, Utah, I have a dream that I'm abducted. They keep coming back, right? No big deal. Right? And fast forward, I didn't have any more dreams like that. I don't dream still. And again, fast forward, what? I think it was about maybe two or three months ago, I keep having a repeating dream that is literally, it's 
I can't begin to explain it. It doesn't look like a grave. It, it's standing over me. It's got it looks like a fucking hood on, but it looks like the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean with tentacles coming out from the hood. No face, but a little slit, and it's pointing at some shit. And it's frustrated as fuck because my dumb ass can't figure out what the fuck it's pointed at. Right? I have no clue what it means. And I'm like, am I doing that to myself because I'm freaking myself out? But what's wild is the only time I had mentioned I had mentioned that to someone right. And they posted a fucking picture, and it. I was like, "What is this?" I, I mean, so possibility NHL like that exists. I, I, and Dale, well, oh shoot, I don't know if you want me called by that. Observer of anomalous objects, an actual real life friend, brother. Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, What's up, man? Now. I'm feeling. Being him talk through DMs all the time. What's up, bro? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, you're coming brother. in loud and clear. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I just decided to jump in, man. Didn't, didn't want to catch one of your spaces, but I always seem to. Oh, you cut out, buddy. But yeah, I'm glad you're here, dude, and stay, man. And actually, I've been feeling like shit, but I'm feeling quite a bit like myself now, man. So you yeah. said you're friends. With, you're friends with him in real life, right? Yeah, dude. We dude, there's some pictures. He's a online. good guy, we man. Went, we went to actually the uh, observer. Wait, you, is it okay to call you by your name? You want observer or what, Dale? Damn, I called you by your name again. <laughs> I suck at this shit. That's anyway. tough. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to call your name, Shane? No. Stop it. Anyway, my point being, tell them about your experience we, we, when we met. The whole point of it and what happened. If you, I Actually, you know what? You're going to have to leave and come back because we can't hear you, dude. I'm just thinking that. His speaker looks like it's going. Is, am I the only one that sees that? No, I don't hear him. No, just a speaker with no symbol or anything. I can't hear him so either. So do this. Close the space and then, okay, well, hopefully you heard that. He'll tell you about it. But actually, he lives not far. And I'll set it up a little bit. He wanted his first experience. I was talking about sharing mine all the time everywhere I go. So we decided to make a plan to meet up. But, sh you know, it was kind of, it ended up being the 4th of July because shit for reasons. And we're trying to figure out where I what was where we're we gonna go? Well, I was like, you know what? Let's go to the hot spot. The I mean, the Toppenish, which is where it's supposed to be, right? The location. So we went to the casino there, not realizing, oh shit, they're gonna be fireworks all night. So we made a plan. Is he in here still? So I'm I'm actually literally telling the whole thing. We made a plan at three thirty a.m. We're gonna wake up and go outside. And sure as shit, we wake up, we walk outside, and I look up. And there's that bright white orb just going slowly. Heineck talks about the studies talking about just going. I said, Dale, right there. He's looking and he's out there having his own afterwards, right? So, yeah, I don't know, man. You can get infected for free for me. You don't have to worry. I'm paying my shit, man. Just go to Yakima Valley. It's no shit. Kentucky's pretty lit up, too. Where you at in Kentucky, man? I used to live in uh, Ashland. Pretty pretty close to Campbell. Pretty close to Campbell. Have you ever heard of Hopkinsville? Oh, uh, yeah. I've heard of Hopkinsville. That's some crazy shit that happened there. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm not actually even from here, but I've lived here for a while. Yeah, I, I heard I heard some of those stories. But, um... This is where I, I had my, I don't know what happened. I don't know what it was, but it definitely, like, I'm pushing 30, and I have reservations of being by myself in the dark still, you know what I mean? So there's some crazy stuff here. 
doubt it. And da- uh, observer, damn it, this is going to be hard when you have friends on here. Observer, what happens is this: sometimes we, your mic glitches, so when you leave, you need to exit the space and close the app and come back. Try, but try again right now. Let's see if we can hear you. We couldn't hear you before. All right. How about now? I went out and came back in. Yep, you're good. We can hear you. So, um, you want to tell them about what happened when we went to the top of this? Okay. Um, I kind of already did, but okay. Second point of view. Uh, it was really cool. You know, Shane and I had been talking for quite a while about getting together and and uh, going out and checking out some of the orbs that he was seeing, and so we ended up meeting over by Yakima. I can't remember the name of that exact town or the place we stayed, but it was uh, July 5th, and I remember uh, we got up like. Uh, 3.30 in the morning and went out and it was just bizarre because the second we walked out of the casino it was like there was an orb up there just waiting I mean it was just unbelievable it's just like instant and uh, I had some night vision with me but unfortunately it, it did not work right but I probably couldn't have got a picture of that one anyway because it was above the lights but anyway then we went over to this open area and sure enough we saw uh, another orb and so that was really really cool it's the first time in my life that i've seen something like that and shana told me that i would probably see more and just two days later on july 7th um, back in oregon which is where i'm from i took my wife out and we saw another orb and i tried to capture it on my night vision again but this time even though it was corrupted uh, the video was corrupted. I was able to get three stills of it. And so that was really cool to be able to to see orbs. Definitely feel like I'm on the inside now, not from the outside looking in. And uh, so I owe Shane a lot because, you know, he took some time out of his, his life to spend with me. Um, we ate pretty good, too. Oh, didn't hell we? No, dude. It was a good time, man. And we ate good and I gambled a little bit of money away. <laughs> I didn't lose too much. Man. I think I lost 50, but... Man, the food was outstanding there. Can you remember what the name of that casino was? Yes, it's Legends. And here's the thing. One of the reasons I remember it is I probably needed it, right, to, to probably dry myself out. Then I was going through it a little more then, right? So I, I just shouldn't have been. I was drinking probably a little too much. That place, because of where it was located, happened to be a – I was sneaking beer. A couple. I had like two beers, two or three beers. I snuck into the hotel because you couldn't get beer or anything. I was like, dude, I just wanted to chill, drink a beer, and gamble all my money away. <laughs> <laughs> probably saved you some then huh yeah it did it was cool ended up we had a good time and then man at probably prime rib right we had prime rib. yeah we had prime rib i had the what was it the steak i can't remember what it was now it wasn't ribeye um maybe it was new york or something like that but man oh the food was there it was just amazing Actually, dude it, is, it was i needed you then at that moment too oh, because like i was going through it you know what i was that's part of what's going on now, but guess what? I'm in a better place now. So, yeah. dude, I appreciate you being there and taking the time to hang with me, man. Because I'm telling you, who else do you get to hang with? Say, <laughs> so, hey, let's go look for aliens. Yep. Everybody else thinks you're a fucking weirdo, and I promise you that, right? And for some reason, I don't know why, and this doesn't mean it always happens, but every time now that I've been somewhere and people have tried, what he just explained has happened in some form or fashion. And then later, they are infected. They're seeing it. I don't know. What the hell's going on, man? Yeah, it was really uh, cool. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, I'll let you get back to the chat. But anyway, thanks. Just wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, 
maybe later on I'll jump back in on something that happened yesterday, but I just want to listen and kind of enjoy the conversation. If that's all right. Enjoy. Uh, Tom, Ashley, will you take over? Yeah, man. So, uh, Observer is a good guy, man. Like we've spoken many times, obviously through DMs, huge supporter of what I do and happy to have you here, man. It's a, an honor and a pleasure. Um, something I'm going through right now. I just made a post about what we were talking about earlier with crash retrievals and what could be causing them to crash. And it's amazing when you go and just look at how many different examples from ancient history there are of there being a, like just a, a vast number of objects in the sky at once that seem to be in battle with one another. I posted four examples in the post. I guess I'll share it down below when I get the chance here. It's, it's my re most recent recent post, but it's it's crazy. But it's like it's every culture. There's Roman, German, Chinese, Japanese. I, it's it's just endless, and it's like we can't discount the idea that there are factions maybe there are more you know over the earth right or maybe they just have run-ins with one another but at no time did i ever find it impossible for these craft to crash here because there's just a, a large number of reasons that could cause that and the paper trail and information that exists pertaining to crash retrievals, which I've been digging into a lot lately. Uh, what it, it's like, where did that come from? You know, it's it's like it didn't just. There's just there's corroboration. There's very similar details, so it leads me to believe that it's true, that it's happened before. And it's like, well, how come the military is always the first one there? Well, they're the ones with the tech. They have the radar. They know when things come into the atmosphere before any of us. We don't have radar dishes in our front yard, do we? And this is the perfect example being Virginia. It's like they were tracking that object. NORAD knew it was coming in. So when it crashed, they already knew it was going to happen before it happened. It, it, like the pieces fit, honestly, and, and they fit well. And the reaction to such an event is exactly what you would expect uh, from, from a human-led military secrecy. Uh, and doing things as quickly as possible and as secretly as possible. It's to me the puzzle pieces come together pretty well, honestly. I like puzzles. Actually, I really do. And what's funny is, I never would have guessed like investigating, doing things like researching things, this kind of stuff. All the shit I bitched about earlier is real with my experience. But the other thing is, I'm one of those people, completely different, and I mean that. In every bit. Like I'm not the same person in what I do. Read. I don't watch TV movies at all. Nothing but reading things like that. What I like is completely different. And it's very hard for me to turn off. Like literally I get my joy from piecing puzzles together. That's my addiction, right? And UFOs especially. So like all this shit going on, I kind of was unplugged. And it's got that and rocks. So this topic... It's so important to me because, again, the only people I talk to probably it literally – I don't want to say it too because the best friends in my life pretty much are from UFO Twitter because I have veteran friends. But now I'm in a space where I'm even more niche, right? 
uh, recovered, mentally ill, recovered, uh, experiencer, veteran. So sometimes these rooms are probably my favorite places because I, I literally, I, I met Tom, Tom in here, astral, ages ago in here, right? I started doing spaces with Tupacabra and it actually became my outlet. One of the, I'm only alive because of talking in these rooms and then moving on to the 45 different, what is it, podcasts I had that ended and moved on to another, you know, my own shit. That's because it gave me a creative outlet to put this shit down on because, again, I get experiences happen. But what do you do when everyone already thinks you're a fucking batshit crazy person and you're seeing and recording this shit and sharing this shit everywhere you go? And you talk about it at all, like I'm talking about it in here in the outside world. What do you think they're going to think? If I start telling the outside world, hey, yeah, you're probably going to see some shit and it's going to follow you. And that's, I didn't even know that existed before UFO Twitter, that they're super experiencers, infection type, you know, infectious disease model, all these other things. I'm like, oh, that, that makes sense. And, you know, Observer actually was talking about that a little bit. Down in Roswell, same thing. I don't know what it is. It's it's interested in my trauma. It's probably feeding off that shit. Set, probably setting me up like, hey, check this out. This is some awesome shit. Let me give it to you. So it gives it to me. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And the intention was to watch me fail. So it's all Gnostic and shit and just eating my trauma. And I can see that as well. That's why I said I, I agree with uh, Van. I think it's kind of fucking with me a little bit. Maybe not. But I can't be. I'm in a point in my life. Think about how crazy this sounds. I can't tell if it's me reacting to my experience that's brought me to this position or if it's my experience and it that's brought me to this position by making me jump left and right and that control system how fucking crazy is that that who would i go say hey man i'm having a little trouble telling my reality right now i i'd like to talk about that and i could promise you my reality is more bendable than i could ever begin to explain because people get uncomfortable when i really start talking about like Hunches, downloads, things like that. I'm only here because I follow my hunches, the synchronicities. I realized early on, okay, this makes no sense. Who did this? Let me just, and, and I figured those things out. And some of them sound wild, but I, I can see why people would worship whatever's going on or think of it as a deity or God or things like that. But shit, maybe it's our government putting shit in our head. They, could, they can do that, right? We've, 70s, MK Ultra putting shit in our head so how much is real how much is them how much is i guess you'd say our government and then here's the bad part man i'm not gonna say bad because there's nothing bad about this but because we get a lot of uh, people to gravitate <laughs> i say a lot of people like i'm i'm fucking one of them mentally ill we've got mental, mentally ill to gravitate here is that because again they're interested in the mentally ill and i know not all of them that come here to talk about that is real I'm saying we need to pay attention to things like that, right? The addicts, ex-addicts, recovered addicts. Is it because what, – what reason is it? Is it maybe because no one will fucking believe them? Holy shit, which causes more trauma, which they feed off of? Or is it for another reason? Because think about how many times uh, individuals with a traumatic brain injury or all these other things that have these type of experiences. Is it unlocking something or is it their interest in that? Yeah, I'm wondering maybe if it isn't that, you know, everybody else is kind of boring, you know, all of us who have a past or a trauma or something like that, you know, it's interesting to them. They're trying to 
figure some of that out. And like you said, maybe dialogue or working with us, possibly even feeding off of that anxiety, brother. Hey, the whole reason I went down to, I actually went on that filming trip that ended up turning out, uh, not the way I wanted it to turn out. Let's just say that. Um, um, it's because my experience has been such that I, I see it everywhere. I, look, everywhere type thing, right? So I was like, you know what? We're supposed to go to Skinwalker area, then Bradshaw Ranch for like a week. And because of heat and rain, we didn't end up going. But the reason was I, I was I really started thinking about it I'm, as bait. I went as bait. I was like, okay. That's what I wanted to try to do. I was like, damn, I just set myself up to go as bait. But because I don't understand and it's never – the more I do this, it doesn't matter what I do involved in it. I get my own answers because who else do you go to for fucking answers? I got more answers, but now I got way more questions, which fucks me up even more. One of y'all take over. I think I've been talking for Shane's, two hours now. Oh, here, you know what I could mention is – so I've, there, there's some reading that I've done. There's an author uh, named Anthony Peake, which uh, I don't know anybody that's familiar with him, but I got turned on to him because I'm a fan of Philip K. Dick, the science fiction author. And, you know, his work spawned things like Blade Runner and, uh, you know, other other incredible uh, stories and films and such out of his short stories and novels. And he wrote a book about Philip called The Man Who Remembered the Future. And Philip K. Dick had these weird experiences throughout his life where, like, for one, one, for example, he was laying in bed sleeping next to his wife. And he wakes up in the middle of the night. And there's a figure standing at the foot of his bed. Now, the first thing you're thinking is, like, okay, alien abduction. Nope, not at all. It happens multiple, multiple times. And finally... He hits a point in his life where he realizes that the person that was standing at the foot of his bed was an older version of himself. And there were things that he had written in some of his books that eventually ended up coming true in his own real life. Like there was in one of his stories, he writes about a character going on a date and they walk into a diner. And the woman sees a man in the diner and gets very sheltered and 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 gets embarrassed and and the man goes, well, you know, what's the matter? And she's like, that man over there is my boyfriend. Now, obviously, an embarrassing situation for for anybody to be in. Well, one day, Philip K. Dick takes a woman out to a date. He walks into a diner. They sit down. The woman starts acting strange, and he's like, "What's the matter?" She points to a man and says. That's my boyfriend. And Anthony Peake brings up this idea, and there is some interesting quantum physics and math and science that, that backs up this potentiality that there, are, that there is an effect on the now or the past by events in the future. It's mind-bending. It makes you look at time very differently. Obviously, we look at time on in, in our daily lives as being linear. You know, we wake up, we know night is coming when the sun sets. It's all, you know, it's all very much based around the movement of the earth around the sun. But there's this idea that future events in some way on the quantum in in some physical fashion, they have the ability to affect things 
in the past. It, it's this, it's so weird to wrap your mind around, but he also, but it's like this other being that, that, that Philip was seeing that was himself, an older version of himself. Anthony calls it the daemon. And it's this higher self that you have that sometimes will pop in and try to guide you or, you know, give you advice and such. It's, and it's almost like this superimposed version of, of your subconscious that has the ability to interact with you, but it can enter reality at will. And it's just, that's why when we're talking about things like synchronicities and, and how we're on a path and it, it feels like the universe laid something out for us. There's this very strange mechanism that's going on behind the scenes that we have yet to grasp. And there's been so many people with these types of experiences. You know, what you're talking about, what uh, they talk about with the Tic Tac incident and uh, what I talk about with like, actually, whenever Observer was talking about how it was waiting for us at 3.30 in the morning, like it knew, that happens all the time with my experience. Well, what explains that to me is one of two things. More than likely, it's interdimensional and it's a higher dimensional being. So it's, it's essentially it could see all things at once. And when I say that, it can not only do that, it's like a DVD it can choose those moments to interact with. So it sees it all at once and chooses those moments because it's either that some sort of wait, what's it? Damn man. Oh, it's going to be deep cut or it's booster gold, man. They're like booster gold, just popping in now, just changing, trying to fix shit. And fuck. So I, I highly doubt it. I, I, it makes sense to be an interdimensional being that has all these biological AI things, because how would it interact with us? It needs to, it, it makes sense to me. Science, what it wants to learn from us, it's curiosity. And this is the shit that I like. And the reason I like, and I still haven't even done a space on it, is because that whole Scott Andrews book that they're talking about is going to be coming out. Was it Star Kids or Space Star Kids and Gary Geller, all these other things? There are little nippets here and there that are legit and it's part of the MK Ultra program. We use kids to communicate with something. And that something is what I would, I, I'll say, I'll call them this, the tall, tall whites or whatever they saw in the version of the Khazarev mirrors, because those mirrors allowed us access and we have our own version. So our kids were able, we had kids that, that were communicating with them. But on top of that, they had psi abilities. And then when they left, even though MK Ultra has programs that Lear talks about, and then you have a uh, freaking, um, God damn it. I'll think about it and say Area 51, they talk, they talk about MKUltra type brainwashing to make it go away. Like, I think it was, damn, Area 51. I'm, I had a brain fart right now. Anyway, he was another one. He went to the base last couple of days. He couldn't remember shit. And they do have programs that can do that stuff. So we have kids that can communicate with NHI. And when they leave, not all of them are wiped, right? Maybe. They, they take these things. And I think we talked about this earlier, the consciousness connection, why it's important that they keep it away from us. What if it's that easy? You get good at this, like you get good at martial arts or anything, and you can do extraordinary fucking things, which Buddhism and monks and shit kind of show us in a way. So it could be, I mean, shit. They talk about remote viewing. Remote viewing may be the tip of the iceberg. Imagine being, if, if the time travel, which I, I, I think these programs kind of, if you think of time the same way, if consciousness is it and it's all happening at once, you could easily time travel because they talk about there's papers out there. PTSD, 
is literally time travel because those moments go by so slow, you take in more detail. But when you're having a good time, flying, right? Same thing. It's all perception. And we just are, are designed to go one direction. Shout out to One Direction. Yo, Tom, what you were uh, saying reminds me, too, of what Dean Radin studied with something called presentiment, which is where you would get the a measurement uh, through, through your body before you received the actual information. So he would show, like, pictures to people and take body measurements. And before, like, an emotionally stimulating picture there would actually be a, a reading um, before they would see the picture. So it's like kind of like the future uh, affecting the past. And also a lot of people talk about this when they talk about like precognition of uh, Russell Targ talks about this story. And, and he specifically the uh, book called third eye spies that I read recently goes into like the future affecting the past and just that concept. But he talks about when somebody was about to take a flight, and they had a dream that the flight, like they woke up in the plane and it was like crashed and everybody was like, you know, like it, it had just happened and he woke up and he had a flight like a couple days later. And he was explaining that like he's had uh, hundreds of flights, but he's never had that specific dream before. So he didn't take the flight. Right. And the plane did end up crashing. Like, <laughs> so mm, it was like, so it. like that. So the information he felt like. Like he didn't. And so then he asked the question of like, were you there? Like, were you there? And then that information relayed or and, and what he kind of got to the gist of is like you are able to kind of get information for tomorrow or the next day or like there's there's only a, a so many situations that you're going to run into basically uh, possibilities and that if you're able to kind of tap into a possibility to see it and it's emotionally like there's an emotional connection there to what is happening that you're receiving that information and then you take into so that's the future possible future that's affecting the past so then you have made a decision based off of the information that you get from the future so that you know i i don't think that like people are like time traveling i i it's so hard for me to wrap around the future humans theory because i don't i i just can't get on the train of time travel like physical time travel but i can get on the precognitive information lucid dreaming thing but uh that's that's one of the interesting things that russell targ talks about that's what or I you think can it take is, this though. into consideration it's non-local consciousness it's it's like you don't there's it's not physical time travel it's mental time travel it's the idea that you're receiving consciousness from a field that exists outside of three-dimensional reality and, and as as i like to call it I'm going to be doing a video about this not too long from now. I call it the snow globe. And it's, we're all in the snow globe. Our bodies are here, right? But there's there's this field of information and energy and such, whatever you'd like to call it, that exists outside of the snow globe. Now, we can only see what we can see inside of the snow globe. Yet, that field, being outside of it, it has the full... 360 degree view it can see all angles all things all times all at once and if information is being transmitted to us from that it's like a higher dimension we'll call it four dimensional right just to keep things simple then there is no reason why we wouldn't be able to do things like that like predict the future because it's it's non-local and if time is non-linear 
put those two things together, you could just pick, you know, information from from anywhere in time and space. Uh, well, I dude, I think, I think about the grays too of when a lot of people think about future humans, they talk about the grays, but w the closest that I can get is that somehow humanity in the future has found out how to do that, how to transfer their consciousness back through time. And they're using right. the mechanical grays or some sort of technology that they're able to access to influence us through time, through back in time. So they're like in meditation, controlling the grays in a way to influence us in the time. Now that's as close as I can get to it. I, I see that. I, I, that's probably, bro, it's what I think wild, is this. Man. What you were saying <laughs> about the astral travel. For later. What you were saying about astral travel, is, that's as close as you can get. I just think what, what I'm talking about in time travel, Project Pegasus, all those, it's that. It's literally an upgraded hyper version of your time traveling exactly like you think with astral travel. But just think, you've never been there, bro. Like, it's, it's you know, it's with your mind. So if time is perception, it's all happening at once. It's just a matter of knowing how to hack it and understand it. So, no, I agree with you, Astral. I just think there are fucking hacks with with things like the mirrors or the chair or perhaps some kind of a new upgraded thing that allow you access in a way that, like, so one of the things, I think it's uh, Project Pe Pegasus is, what's his name? Andrew, I'm not going to butcher his last name. It's again with a B, right? He talks about being one of those, ch the children being tasked with that. He shows a photo from uh i think it was one of lincoln's speeches that he says he it's him in it when he was there right because you're able to if time is all in our head and you're able to change it you can also manifest things so that's why ley lines all that shit's real they can't prove any of that wrong just no science wants to go there just like ufos that's why i love time travel movies and shows dude like I just watched Dark a couple months ago, and it completely oh, dude, changed my perspective on time. Yeah. Such a good show. You know it's what? Sucks, so man? underrated. So many people tell me, "Dude, you got to see this. You got to watch this." I I sit down to do that. The only thing I can ever get myself to watch is UFO witness testimony or like a UFP, <laughs> UAP. I'm not even fucking around, and, I, and it sucks because when your brain's spinning all the time, I'm like, "Okay, let me turn this off." So then it's like rocks, but that doesn't even do it. And then I'm right back to the UFOs and just kind of spinning it, right? No TV, nothing like that. But there is a couple things like foundation, things that are really heavy and sci-fi type things. I enjoy those. That's about it, man. So I, I wish I was able to. I, I'd never even seen Dark, so I don't even know the premise of it. Can you explain it to me? Astral? Give me a too long it's didn't super, read. Super, super worth watching. It's like All right, then don't explain it to me. I'll try to watch it. Things. I'll try to watch that shit. Oh, speaking of Stranger Things, is that based well, I think on you'd some like kind it. of a reality? That's what I'm saying, is that there's, and there's like some hints of, you know, esoteric uh, ideas inside of this show. But it just, it feels like a blend of a couple different things. It's like, imagine if Stranger Things and Back to the Future, like, had a baby. <laughs> with w without all the comedy involved, I guess, and then you know it grew up in Germany. Yeah, that description lost me. I have no <laughs> but idea. What but that's a, that. It's a totally to me. It was a unique way to look at how time travel works. So exactly. It's not, like, it's not like Back to the Future. Trying you know, not like, to give away too much yeah, here. Yeah, no, but it's like it's a, it, it, that's why I liked it so much because you know there's there's only I think probably I don't know like 
handful of different ways that people have kind of explained it, how it works. So when there's a right. time travel movie, I'm always like, all right, where's the scientists that are going to figure it out and then try to explain it? And then uh, on this one, it was just how it played out. Um, and there was sort of like a, a scientist or really, you know, the really smart guy who was building the shit. But uh, right. it was uh, just very well explained on how it was working. But it, I mean, it, while you're watching so it, it's good. confusing, but it's good. Yeah, you have to pay. It's one of those shows where you definitely have to pay attention. It's just that, like, it's got a Stranger Things vibe to it. Um, but it, it's it's a really interesting way to tell a story through time. And you'll figure out why when you watch it. And, and the way the show starts, it, things are so mysterious. Like, you don't even really understand what's happening until like you're several episodes in and even then you're still asking questions and i will say this i really really liked the ending so you have that to look forward to as well also i just want to say um it's 9 50 right now and i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to hop out of here in 10 minutes i just wanted to put that out there right, actually well you know what we'll wrap this up in, in 10 minutes then actually so that makes perfect yeah, sense just it's been a minute since uh done a space and i've actually shit no joke I do this every time, and I think I say this every time. Is Emily in here? She she's always in here when I say it. Like I feel like I shit. You, man. So, so I withdraw, and then I feel like more shit, and then I withdraw, and then I'm like, all right, let me do a space. So I had some good news today. Yeah, I hope you then, know, man. You have my number. Like if you ever, I, know, I don't care what time. And I got it your is, message, man. by the way, brother. I need to reply back to you as well. I was just kind of all good. So all good. When everything's hitting you at once, I I turn my phone off. It's just I. So it, I don't know, man, because for me, what sucks is this, like, I think twice, either was it two times, yeah, twice during the time I was away, didn't bother recording it. I had two experiences uh, that were fucking, I think I talked about one with you guys, maybe uh, in the thread, but not in the thread in our DM, but entirely different. Another one that was just like, all right, what, okay, what, what's it, didn't bother recording it. So I went one way, came back the other way, and I'm like, wait, what the fuck am I seeing right now? You know, and I was kind of done with it at that moment because, again, all of my shit is kind of a much life and that included. So I kind of like, fuck you. I literally said, this is what I said. I'm not fucking around. So orb starts up, goes flying by the sky, just doing its normal bullshit. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, I, I said to this shit, I said, fuck you, dude. Unless you're going to do something different, I don't want to see shit. And then I see it coming back the other direction. It goes behind a cloud and it does some fucking different shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I wish I had my camera. So this time, what I presumed was an orb was going as it's going across the sky, bright as fuck. I'm like, all right, you know, what the fuck's this? You know, drone, whatever, looking, it's not, it's not a plane, none of that shit, right? No sound, none of that stuff. And then it goes behind a cloud. And then on the, I see a second light when it comes out of the cloud, the orb's still there. But at, at a very, at a distance from the first light is another light, a bright orange, like a flame. Looks like a flame. Just keeps the same distance. They travel together and they just keep going in blinks. And it's not like a blinking light you normally see. It looks like a fucking flame, but it's blinking. So, yeah, and I'm looking at it like, oh, okay, what, what the fuck's going on here? And I just kind of watch it for a second. I'm like, wait. But then again, it could be, you know, humans fucking with me that's what that's my reality is like now granted what kind of humans would spend they'd have to have hundred thousand dollar drones and some crazy shit like putting kind of time and effort into traveling with me see that's how crazy i sound because my life bounces back wait is this real 
it's got to be humans. And that sounds even fucking nuttier. So it's like, wait, what's going on? I'm constantly fucking with myself by, by going back and forth. I should just admit to myself, okay, I know it's disclosed, so that's what you're seeing. But because of the harassment, I'm bouncing back and forth all the time. Like, wait, is that humans? But no, it answered me. So I'm pretty sure, I don't know what the fuck was going on. It was, it was weird. And I was done with it, but then I'm like, fuck, now I'm not done with it. I need to figure out what's going on. And it pulls me back in every time. Can I ask, ask real quick, hey, quick before he leaves, before he shut down? Yeah, ask Astro. Astro, go ahead. I mean, okay. Observe. Go ahead, ask Astro. I, I want to, because he's into like remote viewing, and I appreciate the envelope and picture things. But um, I've always, you know, I can watch shows on TV like where they're like murder mysteries and and stuff like that, and I always seem to know who the killer is, and I've always tied that to analytical skills. But I'm starting to go that maybe it's something else, and I'll give you an example. Um, I've had like thoughts come to me and I, I talked to Shane about this and it's just like something comes to me and it's profound and, and I really don't think it's coming from me, but it's coming to me. And what I wanted to share um, with you guys is yesterday when I was out golfing, um, never done this before, but my buddy lost his golf ball and we were over there and this thought or this impression came to me that I was going to find a specific golf ball, a Titleist one pro V one. It was just really weird. And I almost told my friend Kurt about it, but I decided now I'm going to sound crazy if I don't find one. And so I walk out there and I only have about a minute, you know, cause he find he found his golf ball and all of a sudden under a leaf, I see this little white object. And when I pull the leaf away, it's a golf ball. And when I turn it, it says Titleist on it. And so then I have to rotate it again and it's a pro V one. And it was the only golf ball other than my buddies that was out there. And it was just, it was just weird. It was weird, but kind of cool at the same time. And so. Have you tried his bases? Have you tried doing one of the RV targets? I think we lost him for a second. Oh, I, we can't hear you again, buddy. But yeah, no, that's that's actually a really cool story. I, and um, I, it, I, my question, I guess, would have been, uh, or if you're still there too, uh, did you have the intention to try and find the golf ball? It sounds like you had the like it was almost like clairvoyance that the information came to you, and then you found uh, the golf ball uh, after that. But yeah, that's very similar to a lot of the people when they describe remote viewing. What's taking place is basically they're getting like a flash of information and uh, something really quick. And then they have to like uh, distinguish what is the information and like, and kind of remember it. So it's kind of like a dream almost where you, you, once you wake up from the dream, you can remember it pretty vividly and then it kind of fades out. So it's tougher. Um, but yeah, that's a really interesting story, dude. Thanks for sharing, man. Yeah, that was actually really interesting. I love hearing about stuff like that. But uh, some people do it with keys. I've heard that with keys. Like people are like, "All right, I can't find my keys. Let me just." <laughs> I've done that. That's definitely happened more than once. Can confirm. Well, like I said, it was just weird to me because I always thought because I'm very analytical, and so I just kind of thought that it was maybe just me assessing things. But I'm coming to the point now where it feels like it's something else. You know. 
No, and it's like the information from the golf ball, I think, was important too. Like the not only the found a golf ball, I mean, everybody's found golf balls, but I think like you naming it the Titleist V1, uh, that was an important kind of connection and information that you got that's that made it really synchronistic, I think. Okay. Well, thank you. That's what I was just wanting to run it by somebody because it's kind of fresh in my mind, and I'm just like, it just well, since you brought it up though, observer, you should attend a space of his. Give an attempt. Maybe you're a natural at that shit. I don't know. I'm the next Joe McMonagle. I'm just trying to figure it out. That's where I'm at right now. Well, see, that's the thing. Most people probably confuse this stuff with hunches, uh, an innate ability to be like, oh, I'm lucky, right astral, some kind of thing like that. They Maybe develop it. I'll say this. One guy talked about him developing a lucid dreaming technique so good that he had a lucid dream one time where his mother told him to pick lottery numbers. He picked the lottery numbers and won that shit. <laughs> like not the wait a one. second. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do I get that? Because I've <laughs> I've lucid dreamed before uh, successfully just a couple times. I've had ones that were just kind of random and uncontrollable. But when it happens, it, it's like for dude, forget VR, forget playing video games. Like lucid dreaming is is. <laughs> The ultimate so level. The, to me, it's about the intention before you go into the dream when you know that you yeah. have the ability to lucid dream. So this guy was right. going through a financial hardship and he was like, man, I got to like, I got to figure this out. Let me just try lucid dreaming to get something. And so when he went into the lucid dream, he talked with his mother and his mother gave him like four digits or something. And so he was like, maybe I, I'll just play it in the lottery. And then he won. So it wasn't like his mother was like, play these in the lottery. And, you know, he he got this like message and was like, let me decipher this. Maybe it's the lottery numbers. And then he ended up winning that shit. That's incredible. I love that. Uh, like, I, I, I'm, I'm happy that he won <laughs> under those circumstances. It's so great. All right, guys. So check it out. It's 6.59. Quite a minute, a minute short. But check it out. Uh, donate to Wounded Warrior. I'm definitely going to be using them really soon here shortly. I mean... I got to move first, which sucks. I'm going to have to postpone. But still, Donut to Wounded Warrior, retweet the space, follow all the hosts, co-hosts. Thanks for helping me. I kind of need a place to bullshit. And I'm actually looking forward to being at my new place where I can focus on the stuff that I like and hanging out and talking UFOs and shit instead of this fucking shit show that I've been. I guess thank you for the trauma and helping get their attention, I should say. But whatever. So thank you, guys. Retweet the space. People have us, right? They want to talk about the subject. Uh, we do it all the time so thanks guys wait astral tom go ahead i don't want to you guys got something to say yeah i i'll just say real quick always a pleasure to be here happy to have you back shane um i'm happy to be back from vacation obviously i'm back at work working on my next long form video and some other stuff obviously uh me and digby furno have some really interesting stuff that he and i have decided to partner on uh i've got some interviews coming up that i think all of you are going to enjoy and i'm, I'm just Really blessed and thankful to be here with good friends and, and good company. And uh, I hope you all have a happy, healthy, safe night. And looking forward to whatever comes next in this whole movement. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, dude. Great space, man. Great discussion. Um, you already know I'm doing the envelope spaces. Uh, I got week number 49. I think I'm going to do something special for number 50. I think I'm giving away like maybe 50 bucks or something for the person who gets it or like a book or something but um pretty crazy that it's been 50 weeks of doing the remote viewing so if you want to try it out you know come check out my feed i'll post the 
envelope probably here tomorrow. But yeah, thanks, dude. Uh, Shane, this has been great, dude. These spaces are awesome. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, make sure you check out actually both their spaces, their podcast, YouTube channel. Man, my favorite people in these rooms because we get to talk about this topic and there's no bullshit, right? So thank you guys for being here. Retweet and donate to Wounded Warriors. And pray to your alien gods because they're praying to you right now. <laughs>